Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, November 20th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Families will have plenty to debate on Thanksgiving. Politics, football. But what about pie? It turns out Americans have strong opinions on whether to enjoy pumpkin or sweet potato pie on the holiday. Potato pie. Potato pie. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Sweet potato pie, because I'm looking for that sweetness in a pie, in a good, yeah, delicious that's dessert. what we're looking for, that good old sweetness. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports on the cultural and historical reasons Americans choose one pie or the other on Thanksgiving. The Transportation Security Administration predicts roughly 200,000 passengers will go through St. Louis-Lambert International Airport during this year's Thanksgiving travel season, which actually started last Friday. TSA says it will screen an estimated 30 million passengers nationally for the 12-day travel period. Spokesperson Jessica Maley suggests arriving at the airport at least two hours early and being mindful of the deadlines to check bags and board planes. Flyers still cannot bring more than 3.4 ounces of liquid per item in a carry-on bag. She says that covers a lot of Thanksgiving staples. Cranberry sauce, gravy, wine, uh, mashed potatoes, any food like that, we consider a liquid and needs to be under 3.4 ounces. Or again, you can always put it in your check baggage. Maylie also encourages passengers to, quote, pack kindness for TSA agents who will likely be stressed and missing holidays with their own families. Many will be hitting the roads this week instead of taking to the skies, and gas prices are lower during the early part of this Thanksgiving travel season. They are down roughly seven and a half cents a gallon over the past week in the St. Louis region. Gas Buddy's survey of nearly 1,000 stations shows the average price is $3.09. That's around 27 cents lower than a month ago and 12 and a half cents less than last year. The national average is $3.27 a gallon. Prices in the Metro East range from $3.39 to $3.63. They run between $2.97 a gallon to $3.57 in the Quincy area, and prices are hovering at roughly $3 a gallon around Rolla. St. Louis County received a windfall from the departure of the National Football League's Rams. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, at least one member of the county council is not rushing to spend the money. St. Louis County has around $175 million from a settlement from the St. Louis Rams departing for Los Angeles. The city of St. Louis has gone through a rigorous public engagement process on how to spend the money. But during an appearance on the Politically Speaking Hour on St. Louis on the Air, Councilwoman Lisa Clancy said there hasn't been robust discussions with her colleagues about how the money should be spent. We're in a very different financial position than the city is, and so I do think it makes sense to keep that money parked for now and to accumulate additional interest. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says he would prefer to save the money for now while the county is still spending American Rescue Plan funds. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Officials at the Illinois State Board of Education say they are receiving more requests for increased funding next year than the state will have available. Chief Financial Officer Matt Seaton says requests total more than $1.7 billion. He says state budget officials are projecting revenues are starting to level off. The board is putting together its budget request for the next fiscal year, which begins July 1st. That request 
will be part of the budget proposal Governor J.B. Pritzker submits to the General Assembly in February. Illinois continues to lose local news sources. A new report shows the state has lost 85 percent of its newspaper journalists since 2005. Michael Puente reports. The State of Local News report by Northwestern's Medill Local News Initiative shows that the loss of newspapers in Illinois is creating news deserts and it mimics a national trend of downsizing and the closing of newsrooms. Medill's Tim Franklin says it's happening as big companies buy up newspapers. Much of the state, especially when you get outside Chicago, the news organizations are controlled by large chains, uh, namely Gannett, uh, which have seen uh, big cutbacks in recent years. And I think that that's contributed significantly to the loss of, of journalists. Franklin says a bright spot is the number of digital-only local news outlets starting up in Chicago. I'm Michael Puente. Principia College in Elsa recently won its third consecutive legal mediation competition of the year. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports the tiny liberal arts college in Illinois is beating much bigger schools. At the last competition, Principia's extracurricular team of undergraduates beat the likes of Boston University and the University of Texas at Dallas, both of which have around 20,000 undergraduate students. Principia has 300. That win follows one earlier this spring at an international competition open to law schools as well. After that victory, faculty advisor and coach Jeff Steele says the team knew it was a big deal. Everybody was really ecstatic. The, of course, the administration is like, wow, how did you do that? To which Steele says, I'm not really sure. The competitions involve mock mediation. Students play both the roles of mediators and client advocates needing help. Judges score both team and individual categories. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Millions of Americans will be hosting Thanksgiving dinner this week. Among the important questions to many guests is, did you bring pumpkin or sweet potato pie? As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, while both dishes are similar, they carry different histories. Photos and memorabilia line the walls of Old Henry Restaurant in suburban St. Louis. It's one of those restaurants with a wall of pictures of local and national celebrities. And longtime customers come to the cafeteria for soul food staples like fish, mac and cheese, and greens. When it comes to Thanksgiving pie, owner Ada Joyce Taylor and her granddaughter Adriana Black have a definite opinion. Potato pie, yeah, definitely, yeah. Sweet potato pie, because I'm looking for that sweetness in a pie. The flaky crust contains a deep orange filling made from boiled and peeled sweet potatoes. In the weeks before Thanksgiving, executive chef Tracy Stevenson and other bakers are cranking out even more pies. Uh, number week, I would say that we go through at least 15 to 20 sweet potato pies. During the holiday, I would say 40 to 50. Millions of Americans will choose between sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving dessert. Both are American staples with a starchy custard-like filling. But pumpkin pie tends to be more spice-heavy than sweet, and sweet potato pie is typically sweeter and lighter. The reasons why people choose one over the other often trace back to where the person was raised and their race. Sweet potatoes may have resonated among enslaved people because they're somewhat similar to yams, grown in West Africa, according to soul food historian and James Beard award-winning author Adrian Miller. 
But he says cooking the natively grown sweet potato in a pie, that's a more European food. So it's really the expertise of these enslaved cooks making someone something unfamiliar to them to please their slaveholders that eventually gets embraced and adopted. It's the same with things like fried chicken, you know, barbecue and all these other things that were not necessarily part of the West African food heritage. Since then, sweet potato pie has become a hallmark of black cuisine and common on dinner tables across the South. But it's pumpkin pie that plays a central role in our portrait of the quintessential Thanksgiving dinner. The pie dates back to the colonial period, where settlers learned how to boil or steam native pumpkins and mash them into a filling. Bruce Craig is an Illinois-based culinary historian. He says a book from 1827 by author and activist Sarah Josepha Hale is largely responsible for the dessert's connection to Thanksgiving. She said pumpkin pie is the American pie from our founding fathers. But he says Hale got it a bit wrong. The pilgrims who came to New England brought this pie with them. They didn't. It's not true. <laughs> but, but she said so. So it became the thing. It became the Yankee pie. 36 years later, Hale convinced President Abraham Lincoln to proclaim Thanksgiving as a national holiday. And pumpkin pie remains incredibly popular to this day. At the Blue Owl Bakery in House Springs, Missouri, owner Kim Byerly and an assembly line of bakers will create all kinds of pumpkin pie variations. These are our pumpkin gooey butter cheesecakes. So they've got like a pumpkin spice crust on the bottom and then a pumpkin pie filling with the pumpkin mousse on top and whipped cream. When restaurant bakers like Cindy Watu takes a bite of the pie, it takes her back to her childhood. I'm partial to the spices that are in it. Um, it's not like so sweet. And then um, it, it just reminds me of home, of family. And for many across the country, that's why they stick with pumpkin or sweet potato pie, because of the memories they've made when they've eaten it. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. That story was produced in collaboration with Harvest Public Media, a group of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains, including St. Louis Public Radio, which is a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.